Hello, welcome to today's immigration tidbit. Well, the answer is yes, it's possible to do it, but it's not as easy as one might think. Um, when you're on withholding of removal, um, for all intents and purposes, what that means is that you didn't qualify for asylum, you didn't meet the one-year deadline, you didn't provide sufficient evidence of persecution, but there was enough evidence to show withholding of removal, uh, and therefore you're protected from being deported. However, the court still retains jurisdiction of your case. And withholding of removal really, um, I, I mean, it's a good benefit in that, you know, you don't have to fear they're gonna, going to take you away and deport you tomorrow. But it doesn't give you much more than that. So you have the protection of not being deported, uh, but you don't have the green card, uh, you don't have the ability to leave the country and come back, and so forth. So, assuming that you get married, um, the question will be the process that needs to go forward in order to try to resolve your status. So the first thing I would need to know is, let's pretend you did not have withholding of removal, you were never put in deportation proceedings, and you got married. First, I would need to analyze and see whether or not you qualify for adjustment of status inside the U.S. So, for example, let's say you entered the country illegally and you, you know, get married. Uh, you're unlikely to qualify to adjust status. You may have to do uh, consulate processing and eventually leave the country um, if that were the case. Or let's say that you married a person that you met three days ago and that person's 25 years older than you, and you wrote a check for $10,000 to the person to marry. Um, obviously, that's not a bona fide marriage. I mean, I exaggerate a bit to get the point across, but, you know, if it's not a bona fide marriage, it's irrelevant whether or not you can try to get the green card because you'll just dig yourself into a deeper hole. So let's assume that it's going to be a bona fide marriage. Let's assume it's going to be to a U.S. citizen. I mean, there are things that can be done if it's a lawful permanent resident as well, but uh, you did put a U.S. citizen in your question. So assuming that's the case, then, you know, again, we determine whether or not you qualify to adjust or could qualify. Now, let's assume that you entered the country legally and then it expired your visa and you applied for asylum, lost in Gawa holding. Um, in that case, you may very well qualify to adjust status in the U.S., but you can't just file an adjustment application through USCIS because they will uh, deny it based on the fact they don't have jurisdiction to hear your case. So what you would have to do is make the various motion in immigration court to get it recalendered. You get it recalendered and then make a motion, the various motions and arguments in court to allow you to uh, file adjustment to reopen your case to go forward on that basis. The judge, if you qualify, may agree to terminate the proceedings so you can adjust through USCIS or may give you a filing date in which to file everything you need to in order to try to adjust at USCIS or sorry, at the court. Keeping in mind the judge doesn't have jurisdiction to adjudicate an I-130, only USCIS does. So USCIS would, you know, first have to have adjudicated the I-130, which that, of course, takes time. So if I were handling this case, before you even make one step in immigration court, 
I'd get the I-130 filed and get that uh, hopefully approved uh, before you move forward. Now, if let's say you do not qualify to adjust status, which may very well be the case, then you're not going to be able to make the motions to get the judge to hear an adjustment or to terminate the case to have USCIS hear the adjustment because you don't magically qualify for adjustment just because you're on withholding. So in that particular case, you would have to go through consulate processing. Um, as far as uh, doing that, you may qualify uh, for various um, exceptions to being unlawfully present. It depends if you had a bona fide asylum application or not. It depends how long ago that was. If not, you may have to do a provisional waiver of inadmissibility inside the U.S. so that uh, if you do this route and leave, that the 10-year bar will not be a bar to you, um, assuming you're not inadmissible on other grounds. Assuming that's the case, all that can be done, you'd have to go into immigration court and make a motion to get the proceedings terminated because, again, the moment you leave the United States, you're not allowed to come back just because you had withholding of removal, okay? So it would have to be filing for consulate processing, doing the provisional waiver, likely of inadmissibility, and then getting a termination order from the judge to remove jurisdiction from the immigration court. Uh, and then we have the issue of your home country. You have withholding of removal because you can't go back to your home country and there's various issues. So it then would be odd to do consulate processing at a consulate in your home country. It's not that it can't be done. Okay, and you may be able to do it and argue that, you know, you're basically going under the radar just to go for the interview. You may also, in this circumstance, be able to pick a different consulate in which to have things sent so that you can go there and not fear the repercussions of going back to a country of which you have withholding of removal granted. Okay, so I think what you can see from this little discussion is there are quite a few issues on this. Um, and while the answer, in short, is yes, it can be done, uh, how you get to that yes is quite a bit more of a complex issue. Okay? Shortcast Club.